on this week's episode of Living Free with RP, we got Wayne Knighton. If you're into video games for those who are visually impaired, he has a couple he can share with you, uh, among other things that he likes to mess around with. So, here is Wayne Knighton's journey. I just want to welcome you to the podcast. Thanks for taking the time out. Thank you. Thanks for the invite. So to start out, uh, just introduce yourself to everybody, uh, where you're from and, you know, family and, and all that stuff. Yeah, no problem. Um, my name's Wayne. I currently live on the Isle of Man, originally uh, from uh, England, in uh, Barnsley in England. So uh, not had too far to travel to get over here, but... Uh, Fair distance away from yourself, I'm sure. Oh yes. And yeah, um, I'm married and got a couple of kids, both five-year-old twins. Uh, a bit hectic at times. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Uh, when did you get diagnosed? Um, I guess 15 years ago now, and it was a series of strange events, I should say. And. I've actually got a couple of kids from a previous marriage as well. Uh, one of which, when he was younger, had a, a squint. So um, we had hospital appointments with him. And it was a case of, I'd had a few issues with my sight and didn't really think too much of it at the time. Um, but um, we all took him in for an appointment one day and he was waiting for his eye drops to uh, take effect. 20 minute wait, and I got to read in some of the books that were on the uh, reception area and found one on RP. And I was reading through it and thought, hmm, some of these sound a bit familiar. Um, <laughs> and so we went in, and uh, I mentioned it to the, the specialist when I was in there, uh, just in passing, really. And she was like, oh, well, what, what seems to be happening this as well? It's more of a, I think to at times be a little bit clumsy and uh, have problems seeing in the, at night time and things like that. Just, All right, well, we can get you checked out. Um, we'll make you an appointment. Fair enough, not a problem. Gave him my details. And a couple of days later, I got a letter through and thought, oh, that's a bit quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, they're, uh, they're not normally known for being too quick there. And uh, had all the, the usual details um You'll be having eye drops in, so don't drive and everything else. Uh, it was for the the week a week later, so I uh, went along and had all the tests done. And the first thing she said when uh, I was in there and they were checking out the back of mine, everything was, uh, "You didn't drive in today, did you?" <laughs> As you, you did say not to, so uh, I hadn't bothered. And she went, "Right, well, we need to do some more tests, and I want you to see another specialist." All right, she says, I advise you not to drive until that one comes through. Uh, well, all right, that sounds a bit ominous. Right. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I waited, and it, again, it was only a few days, and uh, went through to see another specialist who said, uh, You have something called uh, retinitis pigmentosa. Like, oh, okay, well. I read a bit about it in the book and said, well, what's, what's the situation with it? And, uh, and basically was told there's no cure and my eyes were so bad that they advised me not to drive again. So I went from uh, being able to drive to not being able to drive in a very short space of time, which was, I suppose, the main thing that had changed. Um, 
everything else. It wasn't like it was a a sudden switch where everything had changed. So uh, it was just a case of getting used to the fact that I had to get the buses everywhere and things like that. So at that point, although it was bad enough for them to stop me driving, it wasn't that bad, I suppose. Well, how old were you when you how old were you when you got diagnosed? Though? I was thirty-one. So, oh, okay. So you're like what, forty-six now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So uh, it was something. I mean, hindsight's a wonderful thing, and uh, I obviously realised when I thought back that it's probably my late teens where I'd started noticing about the the night vision. Okay. Uh, having a few problems seeing in the dark, but you don't see through other people's eyes, so you don't think it's that much of a problem back at that point. Um, and it wasn't until I'd got into my thirties really where I was struggling with my, my sight in other areas, like I say, bumping into things. But you just think at that point, oh, I'm just a bit clumsy. Um, but also, I was playing five-a-side football um, with a few of the guys at work, and found it more and more problematic because uh, I was goalkeeper. Uh, yeah, that's going to be. Yeah, it was getting a bit more difficult. And uh, I mean, you can blame so much on getting a bit older, but uh, it was things like sometimes the ball would be in the back of the net and I wouldn't be able to find the ball. uh, That's tough to quite right here. Especially especially if it's white and black, even that doesn't really. Yeah, that's too much white. Uh, Yeah, I find, you know, because my son has uh, a soccer ball and Mm. it's yellow. In black, yeah, and I find I was like, oh, this is great. I can like this one. I can track better. Yeah, I can keep. I can keep an eye on it better. But the, mm. if it's a white one. It's like, yeah, it's just, it's really tough to really keep, That's it, keep yeah. in the vision, you know. So there's there's some weeks where I really struggle, and it, it probably was down to like say color of the ball, and uh, those other weeks where I was still my usual average self. <laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't say I was ever that brilliant. Well, it's uh, that, it's, that's the that's the thing of RP right there, you know. Yeah, well, one day yeah. you got that. You got that great day. We were like, "Oh, I'm I'm not going. Mm. I'm not losing my sight. I feel great today." Yeah. And the next day, it's you're walking into everything. You know, missing everything. And it's a, That's you know, it. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I've I kind of cope with it for quite a while. I mean, let's say the main thing was the stopping and the driving and things, but uh, it's kind of at that point I was just rate has been partially sighted um right. about three years ago now i was my my rating was changed to being uh, legally blind so uh, things have degraded somewhat over the last few years where i'm now having to rely a lot more on uh, technology to do the simple things in life mm-hmm. like re- like reading and uh, things like that so yeah um so it's it's become a little bit more difficult. Um, How do you feel about initial? I mean, what was your actual feeling though when you got diagnosed? Though, like, what were you actually feeling? Um, you already, I know you already read about it, and you kind of, I guess, gave yourself a little heads up in a way. There's all. There, I mean, there's, you, you've always got the short-term shock of it, and mm. the oh, there is something. But in some respects, it. It explained everything that had been happening. Yeah. Ah. So, so in some respects, it was it was a bit of a relief that there was a, a name to the the issue, and it wasn't uh, just me uh, becoming being... a clumsy old yeah. elf in old yeah. age. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, it was in some respects it was scary, but in others it was kind of ah okay. Well, like now at I least know. I know what right. I've got to deal with now. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I still work now, but uh, I was working at the time, and uh, I didn't have any time off work at all to kind of contemplate things. I just got on with it and made a decision fairly quickly that I just had to get on with things. And uh, you could always sort of stop and go, right, that's it, I've done now, I can't cope anymore. But oh no. Uh, well, uh, we'll just crack on and see how things go. I mean, it's it's going to change my life in some respects, but it's it's not going to stop me living. No, I can't. Like that. That's we all have. We're all going to have those down days, and you know, yeah, 
But you just, like you said, you just keep, you just pick yourself back up and you, you carry on. Exactly, yeah. There, exactly. there are worse things out there than even what we have. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, I mean, that was one of the things I got in my head. It was like, yeah, it could be worse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it affected other people more than it affected me. And uh, they were all, well, what are you going to do? And everything else, like, well, I'm, I'm not changed from yesterday. No, yeah, right. I'm still, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm still me. I'm still that same person. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, you get the people who are like, oh, no, you know, mm. I feel so bad. And you're like, why? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Uh, why Why is this bothering you so much? This is it. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm so, good. You know? like, I'll, 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 I'll get by, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I've always been into technology, so I mean that was the first thing to do was see if there was anything out there that'd help. Right, uh, yeah, that's a good idea. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, the main thing was because I use computers a lot. It was working out how to carry on using those easily and mm-hmm. get over the a few of the little issues that I had. Um, I found it wasn't Zoom text at first, but it was a, a variant of that mm-hmm. uh, which helped. Um, the old crosshairs and things like that. I've always sort of paired back and gone for the bare minimum to get by. Okay. Rather, rather than relying completely on the technology, I've gone down the route of saying, right, I'll, I'll do what I need to do, but I don't want to do any more than that because uh, I'd sooner use what I have at the moment and, and carry on. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it's... I could still read without the Zoom features on it oh, at that good, point. Yeah. It, was just, it was just more a case of um, using the crosshair to help me get around the screen and see where I was. Yeah, because uh, that that was a tricky part. It was trying to track where the mouse was and everything. Um, these days, I've kind of grown into it more because I, I now use the Zoom on daily basis um, on the work computer. Did you enlarge your uh, cursor? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I did that. You still. Said. Large, large cursor inverted the colors yep, on the screen yep. as well, mm-hmm. um, which all worked very well. Um, I now have a darkened corner of the office where I work because <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the lights been quite bright, quite difficult for me. Yeah, because I, uh, uh, I uh, I've been given the great news now that I do have cataracts forming on my eyes as well, which had a an extra layer of a challenge to things. That's uh, normal. Yeah, hell normal right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They're not concerned about it at the moment. They basically said it probably, it may be sort of 10, 20 years before they actually start worrying about things and do anything about those. So uh, it's just added a few weird effects to the old eyes. Oh, yeah. Well, because <laughs> the issue with that is if you're, you get them removed when you're younger, you, lo- mm. you lose that centering capability, you lose that ability to focus. So now you need yeah. now you go from having the vision that you had is now worse because <laughs> now, yeah. now you need reading glasses. Before you didn't need reading glasses, but now you need them. Whereas that's mm. why, that's normally why they prefer to do remove cataracts when you get older because you're already losing yeah. your your ability to focus anyway. So, yeah, this is it. Uh, yeah, um, I keep having annual checkups on, uh, but it is very much that they. Uh, they go in and go, yeah, pretty much the same as last time. Um, the only things that I tend to find is that I see little changes in things. Like I say, the, the three years ago when I started struggling with the reading and things like that, the, the physiology of the eye itself hadn't changed too much. It was just uh, my eyes getting that bit older. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of those. Where's your vision? You get uh, by. Where's your vision currently? Like if you were describing. Uh, the, I I read this good description that somebody mentioned, and it's it's pretty similar now to actually looking at things. If you're looking through a net curtain, everything's really fuzzy and cloudy. Okay. Um, the the reading aspect of things is like I say, I have to use magnification now. Um. I can't pick up a piece of paper anymore and read the text on that because all I see is a white bit of paper. My eyes won't focus enough to see the, the writing anymore. Okay. But I have a hand, handheld magnifier that I can use. So, again, a bit more technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah um, 
work have been pretty good with getting stuff like that. So I've actually tried a few things. And again, I use them when I have to. And I don't know if you've heard of the the Orcam, the, yeah, the reader. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I've had one of those, which was really good. And I stopped using it as much now because, as I say, it work because they moved me into this slightly darkened area. I can now cope without using that. It's it's good. It gets you by. I mean, it reads out loud to you, and uh, you you've got to master using it to get the best out of it. But it uh, it does slow you down a little bit. So going back to that, you just use a zoom and my own eyes with that sped things up a little bit. So it's like right, we'll go back to doing that for now. <laughs> it's uh, the old stubborn streak in me. It comes in <laughs> handy sometimes. <laughs> um, I also um, got uh, picked out as one of the ambassadors for one of the headsets that, Pete, that one of the companies is trialing. Um, again, don't know if you've heard of Oxide at all. No, I don't think I don't think so. That's it. No, they're a, a UK company who, uh, again, I've been following quite a few different companies that have brought out the headsets where it helps. Okay. Uh, certain vision. Um, these particular ones i'm on the second iteration of them now uh, which the the first ones were good but you used them for quite a while and they had a rubber seal around them mm-hmm. and it tended to fog the screen up a little bit so, oh, okay. so you could use them for an hour or so and it was and all right uh, yeah and then you had to demist. <laughs> um but now they've uh, they've got one which are more like a pair of glasses so it's open more um but the, the image is sort of flashed onto the, the screen at front in front of you. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, it's a bit like a mixed reality headset as such. Um, they're very good. They do have different functions, which some are more useful for other people. Uh, they enlarge text so you can read it, but that's, they don't quite enlarge it enough for me to use that feature. Hmm. So that was a bit of a disappointment but uh, there's certain other things like the ability to actually see things in low light it brings the, the sort of contrast levels of yeah, the yeah. so cool. I, uh, I've used them on work Christmas do's and things like that so I could actually see things going on in the room mm-hmm. whereas without them it's just a big black space with the occasional light so it's nice. really good for that they have a, another mode as well, which just ma- basically makes everyone into a cartoon image. <laughs> Everything, everything's black and white. Yeah, I'm just a, a sort of a white outline. Yeah, so it's it's really easy to see things at that point. And, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's it's quite a relaxing one on the eyes that you can still see the outline of images and things, but uh, there's nothing too strenuous to have a look at. Uh, that's that's handy as well. In uh, especially in low light, but uh, yeah, it's been a, an interesting process. There's still <laughs> a few issues with the one that uh, one that have in uh, occasionally gets a bit hot if you use it for a while. Okay. Um, the battery doesn't last too long, but I've got around that because I got a, one of those battery booster packs that you can get for mobile phones that charge those up. Oh, okay. Which, yes. Yeah. Um, great, yeah. Using one of those with it means that you can use it for good three four hours without even worrying about it uh, it's good it's a little strange when you take it when you take the headset off and it's like oh <laughs> back to normal <laughs> um, but yeah I mean it's this is like stage one of, of where they're at now so I'm thinking I'm hoping that gives them a few more years and no, it's, uh, who, knows, who knows where they'll go uh, technology's crazy now Exactly, yeah. I mean, uh, growing up, my mom had, uh, to enlarge text, she had something called an Aladdin. Mm. And it was, you know, you just, it was a, you know, a magnifier, and this, you know, big kind of machine, and you just put your book or whatever you wanted to read under under it, like a microscope. And yeah. it would, you know, the screen would just be this big black, you know, black and white kind of screen, not even that really good of resolution. And, mm-hmm. and that's, yeah, I remember my mom using that a lot. So yeah. it's so crazy just now what they have now. Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. It, I mean, I've read, read about other things as well, like the, the chip implants on back of eyes. Oh, yeah, you know, yep. 
No, not quite at the point where I need those as yet, but that's a, a certainly an interesting way to go for people who uh, have completely lost the use of the front of their eyes. I think we're in a, an exciting time. It is, yeah. Um, I think it's, I mean, who knows with stem cell research and things like that, but I think technology could certainly help uh, get there before a cure will in some respects in, in bringing people back to a level of like usable. being able to see something, yeah. I'm convinced that stem cells are pretty much the answer. Mm. I'm convinced there's just a way to just like, boom, you inject the stem cells and just, you know, it just goes in and does its thing and you're all set. That's it, yeah. I mean, I, I tend to try and obviously keep up with everything like that. I know that they've had a bit of luck in in younger people anyway in, in stopping it getting any worse, mm-hmm. which if you get it young, in, if you get it to somebody when they're young enough, then... Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's, that's great. a very good solution, yeah. yeah. Uh, who knows? Like you say, maybe they can get to a point where they can reverse it at some point. Right, uh, right. That, that would be brilliant, yeah. Uh, until then, I'll keep uh, <laughs> going through all the blogs and, and finding out all the tech and seeing what I can get hold of and what I I can try out. And, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier about like modifying, like having to you know do different things on the computer just to you know kind of continue to do your job. Are there other yeah. things that you love to do that now you also have to do differently? Um, yeah. Well, a lot of what I did in the past was computer. So I used to uh, play a lot of games and things like that on computers mm-hmm. back in the good old days. Um, <laughs> I got quite a large collection of games going, and uh, I'm now having to look at. I'm kind of trying to champion the accessibility side of things uh, with limited luck at the moment, but we'll get there. Yeah, um, yeah. I have a little group on uh, – I, I still use Steam, which I, I'd use from back in the time where playing games wasn't too much of a problem. Mm-hmm. Obviously not being able to read the text anymore and having difficulty seeing the screen to that degree has caused problems in playing a lot of games now. But uh, there's games out there that we can play without any problem at all. And I found a few of those. Oh yeah. Then yeah, they're not, um, they're not the sort of games that I'd have played in the past, but you kind of get used to them. (laughs) Um, there, there's a couple that are out there at the moment that don't have any graphics whatsoever and have an actual game behind them. That's pretty good. Um, so yeah, I, I created a little group on Steam to try and join a few people together and get onto a few of the developers to see what we can do and manage to make a few of the developers, more of the indie ones, listen to listen to me at times and go, oh yeah, we can change things like that for you. Like give us options to enlarge the text size and invert colors and little things like that. I would like them to be able to do it so that it actually reads menus out and things like that. But uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a there's a few different ones out there that I uh, I go on occasionally. It's become more of a secondary thing these days, the computer gaming side of it. I suppose I'm getting a bit older as well. My old reactions are going. <laughs> um, but uh, I still want to uh, push for games that can be played by anyone. And so, if I can help, do you know nagging? Do you know any of the names? Um, Let me share it with people. There's a game called The Blind Legend, (laughs) which um, (laughs) is basically you're uh, you're a knight and uh, you've got to go down fighting different things off. Trying, you basically have a daughter who shouts where you where you need to go. Mm -hmm. So you just listen to her voice. Um, and point in the direction where her voice sort of kind of centers in your on your headphones and run towards her and it'll tell you what to do um so that one was that's probably two or three years old now uh, unfortunately the company that made it hasn't made anything since hmm. uh, of a similar type so yeah um it tends to be i think they are quite niche and as soon as people see that they don't have any graphics to think mm, do i want to play this right whereas i think if people give it a go they tend to find that there are really good the audio games that are out there 
Um, there's another one that uh, I played on a little bit, which is more of a role-playing one. Okay. Uh, which is Hero's Quest. Okay. Nice. It's um, the difficulty with that one is there are a lot of keys to remember. Yeah. To do all the different things that you have to do, so it's quite tricky unless you've got a really good memory. <laughs> my, my memory's pretty good, but uh, yeah, it, it's been one of those where I've, I've not had enough time to invest in in playing it fully. But uh, if people like role playing games, that's a good one to get. The problem with that one was um, not for us, but they apparently the Kickstarter they pledged to int- introduce graphics to it for everyone else. And one of the developers left. So they have a complete game, which is no graphics, which is fine by me. I don't care about that. <laughs> um, but uh, I contacted the, the devs and they basically said they are still working on it, but it's going to take them a lot longer than they initially expected. Um, that one is not on Steam, but you can you can get it directly from the suppliers, uh, uh, from the, the developers team. So it's just a case of Googling it if people want to have a go at it. Nice. And there's one which I found out about after the Kickstarter called Pitch Black, which is not out yet. I think I've heard of that one. Yeah, Yeah, I think I've heard of. Due out later this year. So uh, I've uh, I have actually pre-ordered that one. (laughs) I'll 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 stick my uh, few pounds in there, um, which sounds like it's going to be along the same sort of lines as. uh, a blind legend in some respects that you're finding your way around places, but the sound levels are a whole lot better. They've invested quite a bit in uh, getting the surround sound and making it sort of 3D or so you can, you can tell where you are listening to some of the uh, little video clips that they've done. They've got one where you're walking through a market and you can see here people shouting in different directions and things like that. Oh, wow. Uh, So it's, yeah, I'm hoping. I say my hope is that one of these is really successful one of these days, and because it seems that the developers create one and then disappear, which is a bit of a shame because they do a good job some of the time. Well, sometimes I think it's a matter of some of us don't even know they exist. You know, this is it. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm I've, I'm covering them as much as I can on my group. I've even created a Steam page, uh, not Steam, sorry, a Facebook page. But uh, again, it's. How do you advertise things like that? Um, <laughs> it's it's got about twenty odd likes on it so far, so it's at an early stage. I only created it back in November uh, as an uh, addition to the uh, the Steam page that I've created. Have you thought about sharing uh, that with uh, the RP groups or anything? Yeah, I've shared it with a few of the groups, and which okay. is where I've got a few of the followers on there. And oh, okay. um, I think it is quite a, a niche thing. I think a lot of people do tend to give up altogether. So it's it's getting people back on the uh, the path that they can they can play some games. I've read a lot about the Xbox and what that can do, but I've not actually got one myself. Oh, okay. I've always been more to PCs, so uh, I, I tend to stick with those. But the Xbox has apparently been quite good. So I'm hoping that as they uh, push Windows, that they they follow through on their promise to make it uh, more accessibility friendly for gamers as well. I, That'd be nice. Yeah, I've I've seen a few reviews of uh, Gears Five that's just come out. That's apparently got a lot of accessibility options on it, right? Uh, which is one that Microsoft themselves have uh, released. So hopefully, long may it continue. <laughs> And so, yeah, I mean, that's the gaming side of it. I I keep my hopes up that there'll be games out there that I can play more in the future. Yeah, Um, that'd be nice. I have kind of gone more to back to my childhood in some respects. I used to read a lot when I was younger, before computers became a big thing. (laughs) Um, And I I stopped doing that, but I, I discovered the joys of audiobooks. So I tend to read a lot now, listen to audiobooks. Nice. I'd like to get into those, but I haven't yet. But my friend tells me it's like almost like somebody reading you a bedtime story. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, you, can, you can listen to a bit of a, a sample of one, and it's like 
can I put up with listening to this voice for a couple of hours or so? <laughs> the odd one I've been put off from, but uh, I've gone back to a lot of the books that I read as kid, kids and reread them. Uh, I like The Hobbit and things like that. Uh, I like the fantasy books. Nice. Um, the, 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 the amusing thing is that Audible send you through an email every year then telling you how many books you've read. Okay. And I, I just got the one for 2019. And I'm kind of thinking, maybe I'm reading too much of it. I got through 62 books last year. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I think it's took over my, uh, my a lot of my spare time these days. Well, that's good. Yeah. I still, still listen to a lot of music. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of stayed with me throughout. I mean, it's the one thing that doesn't change no matter uh, how bad your eyes get. You can always listen to music. Well, then our, our ears uh, are more in tuned to uh, yeah. pick up a lot of other stuff that we probably wouldn't even notice in some musical tracks. Yeah. So that's actually uh, So, yeah, I have quite a an eclectic taste, I'm told. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Weird, as some people have said. Oh, how on earth can you listen to that sort of stuff? Uh, I get that but, a lot. Uh, yeah, I get that a lot, so a lot yeah. too. Go from, go from rock, and then you go from then. It's like I might have rap, I might have. I don't have a lot of country, but uh, mm. but yeah, my 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 taste go everywhere. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I mean, uh, I think no, I've not got too much country myself. To be fair, <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got a lot of uh, rock stuff as well. Uh, quite quite into the uh, the old uh, guitars and drum kits out there and everything else uh, varying different styles of rock as well uh, I'm not uh, not too fussy as long as it's got sounds good enough yeah right uh, I kind of go through phases I uh, I listened to a fair bit of rap in my younger days uh, <laughs> I still listen to the odd thing now and again I still get the old M&M stuff and what have you oh yeah you know uh, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and then there's other other artists which people it doesn't really fit into anything. Um, I don't know if you heard of Tori Amos. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big Tori Amos fan, but I I, I do. Yeah. Know, I know. My, my wife likes Tori Amos. Yeah, I uh, I started listening to her when I was a lot younger and stuck with her. I I've got every album that she's ever released, so uh, <laughs> yeah, fairly completionist collection on that. So. Yeah. Nice. It, yeah. It depends on the mood as to what I'll listen to. So, uh, moving along, do, is there any questions that you often get that you think like people might ask you that bother you about your vision? Um, you know, like, oh, can you see this? Can you see how many fingers I'm holding up? I get the odd one like that. And uh, it's more a case of, uh, I think people are more afraid to ask at times. It's kind of refreshing when people do ask, to be honest. Okay. Because um, a lot of the people I work with kind of understand that I do have an eye condition, but I don't think they know that much about it. Um, I don't know why. It's it's kind of that fear factor of uh, we don't want to upset you. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you won't this, upset is this, me. Is this okay to ask? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, there's a, I think, a fascination with some. I mean, my wife always said she would love to know how I see, just so that she knows what the difference is. It's tough to um, describe, yeah. It's really tough to kind of really have people understand exactly what we're seeing. This is it, yeah. It's, I know that the, the R&IB have sort of glasses that you can put on that would that give you the impression of certain eye conditions. Yeah, I think there's an app that someone told me about that you can get that's supposed to do that. I forgot what it's called, but yeah. it was like one of the girls, uh, I think Beth, and it was my second interview. She said there's a thing you can get, and then you put in like yeah. what you want to see, like what you know what your eyes are yeah. like, and it'll display kind of like it'll give it could give somebody an idea like what you see. Yeah. Oh, these were these are a bit more low tech, and they were just basically like, different eye conditions. So there wasn't one specifically for RP. There was one that showed tunnel vision. Oh, okay. It's just like little pinholes. Yeah, the, the pinholes. Yeah, yeah, the glasses, and it's like here you go, try these on. So a few of the guys had to go at them, and it was like 
is it really like this? <laughs> well, mm, yeah. uh, kind of. <laughs> it it gives you an idea. I said, try right. getting from one side of the office to the other and uh, see see how much fun you have with that. Right. Well, um, do you ever get questions though, like, um, well, if you're legally blind, how do you still work? Um, do you ever get anybody ask you that, like, how are you how do you still work, or how can you be using this if you're if you have trouble seeing? Yeah. Uh, there's not many too too many people have not questioned the, the work side of things. Now, it tends to be the 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 innocence of youth, I suppose. I get a lot of younger kids will ask. Um, less so these days because I've got a guide dog now. Okay. Um, but but when I was using the cane, it's like, what's that for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I, is this? <laughs> I, yeah, or you'd hear. You'd hear the, the younger kids asking their mum and dad when they'd gone past, what's what's he got that stick for? <laughs> so you'd have a yep. brief explanation as they, you disappeared into the distance. Um, but yeah, I've, I've had a, a few young kids come up to me asking me what it was for and things like that. And I, I kind of helped me get around. And there's one one little girl once come up to me and goes, are you blind? No. Yeah. And they said, can I see your eyes? <laughs> Where's this going? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so uh, I, because uh, I always wear the, uh, the light, the, the shades now. So uh, I had to flip, flip the, uh, the glass. And oh. Like, oh, you've got eyes. You can't be blind. <laughs> it's like, I wish it was that easy. That simple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, you got eyes. Uh, yeah, I've got eyes. Uh, so yeah, it was, uh, that was a an interesting assumption that they have, I suppose. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it is a bit of a strange one because I think there is that fear factor of upsetting people these days about asking people anything about anything. You, know, you have all these new rules and regulations for discrimination and everything else, and. I think it's got to the point now where people don't want to ask us. They're just scared to death of saying the wrong thing and upsetting you. Right. I'm not, uh, not looking to offend you, so I'm just going to not. Yeah. Uh, this is it. <laughs> and, and it is quite refreshing when people do ask. Um, I've had people sit with me at work who are sort of learning the role and what have you. And most will not really say anything at all. They'll know that there's something wrong with my eyes and that's like, that's as much as we need to know. We'll not yeah. bother asking it. Um, and, but occasionally you'll get the odd one who does go, so what actually is the issue and what, what can you see and what have you? And it's like, well, funny you should ask. <laughs> and you try your best to describe it to them in terms that they'll hopefully appreciate. Um, so I've, I've always found the old looking through a net curtain has been a good one with the that's good, yeah, I can see that. The blurry eyes and the fact that, and I mean, I've lost most of the colours now that I I can see, so there aren't too many colours left in my uh, spectrum of stuff. Unless I go for neon for some weird reason. Neon's good. Hey, nothing wrong with some neon colours. Yeah, I can see neon orange and things like that, which is a bit, uh, bit of a random discovery. <laughs> I when somebody came in some bright neon laces in their shoes. There you go, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, I can just about make out reds, but uh, otherwise, it's uh, it's a case of I'm seeing him pretty much in black and white these days. Oh, okay, and all the shades in between. <laughs> does does, uh, does changing does having the dog change anything for you like, in terms of how people maybe see you out in the world? Like, I mean, or is it just like, oh, why does that dog have a harness on? Or why did I think? Uh, I think for a lot of people when they're out there it, it is more of a, a realisation without having to look too too hard at you sometimes with a cane people get, have to do a double take and think what's, what's the problem or they'll not spot it straight away Yeah. Um, whereas dog, the dog's a little bit of a more of a giveaway yeah. you still get the odd one who walk into you of course, of course. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean I wear a fluorescent jacket all the time as well when I'm out and about it's like it's not for my benefit this <laughs> it's kind of more for yours exactly. I, I do worry though why, why why people need me to wear the fluorescent jacket so that they can see me that's always been a puzzling thought in my yeah, mind it should really go the other way 
I tell it to my friends. I say they should probably all wear like bright colors for me. Yeah, I'm not exactly the smallest and daintiest of people, um, so I'm big enough to see. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a dog, and uh, yeah. it's like, it's, it's, people still manage to walk into me. Oh, well. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, I didn't see you. Oh, I didn't see you either. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, I didn't um, see you either. <laughs> I suppose the most amusing thing now is that more people want to know... Uh, uh, in my dog called Keithley, which is he's named after a place in Yorkshire, actually. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, they they always want to know his name, hmm. and then they get towards the end of the discussion they're having with me. Go, oh, by the way, what's your name? Uh, oh yeah, I never asked you. Yours, <laughs> uh, is it? It's all right. I'm quite used to being secondary these days. <laughs> how many how many people ask you if you can pet your dog? Oh, you get a lot of those, yeah. yeah okay. A lot of people. Yeah. Well, I right, to give him a... I'm like, well, I'm, when I'm on the bus, it's not too bad because I'll take his harness off and he's kind of... Yeah, his, and then you, like, yeah. Relaxation, but it's like, fine. But uh, it, it's difficult when you're out and about and it's like, if he's, if he's working, uh, no, nope. you can't. Nope. <laughs> people that I, uh, I work with now, kind of, they learn very quickly. We, we sent a set of instructions out. Here's when you can approach him and... Here's when to leave him alone, and most of them have Brilliant. fallen in line. Such. Well, then, and then you get well. Then you probably get the people that think you're a jerk because they're, you know, like, oh, he didn't, he didn't let me pet his dog. Like, this, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, that's just that's, you know. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky at times. Yeah, my mom got that all the time. All the time, people sneaking yeah. you know, pets in here and there to try to pet the dog real quick when she's not looking and you know stuff like that. I've been. When I was doing the training, uh, I've had him now just over 12 months, so I still still fairly new. Uh, but we'd, we're walking around, and uh, one of the, the people I was with at the time apparently spotted this woman trying to give them a bit of sausage when we were walking down the road. Ooh. <laughs> so, like, so she'd stepped across her in the... Uh, in the nicest possible way, block this woman off. She says she was just about to feed him. So, like, what? No, <laughs> and no, I didn't no, spot, no. I didn't, I didn't spot it at all. Like, but uh, yeah, it's just like, what? What in the? Why on earth would you think that that would be a good thing to do when? Uh, yeah, when somebody's somebody's trying to walk along and get along down the road, and you're waving a bit of sausage in front of his face. They, they don't realize how dangerous that is. They don't really, they don't, yeah. the brain doesn't click in like, okay, this dog's going to dart off over there. You know, exactly. And all of a sudden yeah. you're like, why are you, why are you, what are you doing? Why are you taking me over here? No, 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 no. That's it. Yeah. And suddenly it's like, where, where are we again? Yeah, um, now, now, yeah, now, yeah. now we're, now we're, yeah, I mean, he's very good. And um, I mean, I, I do, you build up that trust, and uh, I trust him implicitly now. And he occasionally makes the odd mistake, but oh, of course, we, we all do. So. We all do. We're all human, um, we're human and he's their technical, so kind of, you know, they have exactly. Yeah, um, but and say these days, I don't think twice. I'll, uh, I, he surprises me with the things that he can do. I did ask because uh, they come over every so often just to check how everyone's doing over onto the island because. Um, the guide dogs are all based in the UK. The trainers are all over there. Okay. Uh, the Isle of Man's a, a short flight. We're kind of, I don't know if you know exactly where we are, but we're between Ireland and, and England. So we're, we're sat in the middle of the uh, Irish Sea. Yeah. So we're not that easy a place to get to. No, uh, exactly. But uh, so when they come over, they tend to hit us all and uh, just see how we're all getting on. I discovered last time that they don't actually train dogs how to find bins. I thought that was bad. <laughs> I assume that was, but apparently I must have trained him myself when I was uh, picking up his uh, odd little bit that he leaves behind for uh, for us. <laughs> <laughs> the, the odd little gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I'd be wandering down the street going, right, let's try and find a bin so we can get rid of this. And uh, They don't, uh, or even more than he does he, He's kind of sus now that when I'm uh, waving the bag around going, where's the bin? That, uh, he knows where, what's up. He knows what's up and he'll take me to a bin. And so I start giving him a treat and I think it's reinforced. Nice. Perfect. He, I, yeah, he, he finds the bin now. I'm like, 
you never trained him to do that? No, no, you've done that. No, in the UK, do you yeah. have an issue with like, um, is there any issue like when you bring a guide dog into a store and they tell you to leave? Like, we don't, we don't allow dogs in here. Um, we shouldn't have, is the answer to that. No, that's it's, true, yeah. It's illegal now for somebody to actually stop it, stop entry for a guide dog. Um, but you still hear the odd story about uh, people uh, being barred access. Um, the law itself has only only just really now coming into the Isle of Man. We're always a little bit behind with regulations of that nature. It uh, becomes official this year, all the disability discrimination and all the, the lovely stuff that goes with that is uh, coming into law this year on the island. Mm-hmm. But most places have already fallen in line with UK regulations when it comes to guide dog. Okay. I've never, I've never had a problem. Yeah, uh, my mom growing up, uh, when she got her first guide dog, it was like the um, from Fidelco in the late nineties, and it was like every almost every time she went into a store, a restaurant, or whatever, you can't bring that dog in here. My mom say, "Oh yeah. yes, I can, and I have a card that tells me I can." Yeah, <laughs> I, we do have the card carrying uh, aspect of it now. That was one of the uh, the last things you get when uh, you get passed out of your guide dog training. And they, they take a couple of photos, one of you, one of the dog, and you kind of get a passport type thing. Yeah, with right. Both your images on going, this is officially a guide dog. <laughs> I can <laughs> with all the, Yeah, with all the rules and regulations and everything else. And I say it's good now that potentially I could get some use out of it on over here. Mm-hmm. Um, because the law will back me up, but I'd say it's been good so far. I've not had any issues. Um, most places, if you, special, most of the time with restaurants, because I, I have to tend to ring ahead anyway, because uh, I have a few dietary requirements, because I've, I've got a few allergies. Okay. And you'll mention it's all right to fetch. Oh yeah, no problem. Um, so. They're forewarned anyway, I think, most of the time. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's uh, – he, and once he settles down, he still gets a little bit excitable at times. He's still fairly young, so uh, if a lot of people are kind of fussing around him, he, he gets a bit giddy sometimes. Yeah. But uh, well, as, soon as, he, as soon as he settles down, he's fine. And people make the comment, I forgot he was there. <laughs> oh, my mom used to get my mom used to get that a lot too. Sometimes we had, we had one uh, Grace. Grace would just be yeah. lay under the table and like, yeah, never, never know. Yeah, uh, he's the same. He'll get once he gets comfy. That's it. And he'll happily sit there and wait and wait and wait, <laughs> and uh, nobody'll uh, nobody'll know he's there. So yeah, yeah it's great in that respect. So uh, uh, so prior to having a dog. Who, would, mm-hmm. who wins in a fight? You or the wet floor sign? The wet floor sign every time. <laughs> They're the most lethal <laughs> things that I... Yes, I, uh, I did myself a bit of a mischief on one of those once. I uh, trod on it and one foot went one direction and the other foot, which was still on solid ground, went uh, stayed where it was. And, oh. Uh, yeah, that that was a bit painful for quite a while. Yes, yeah, so I could see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not that lithe these days, and doing the splits is uh, no, not the good, no, no, <laughs> not no, the best no, of no, things. No. Uh, but yes, no, uh, I, uh, I think that uh, they are uh, spawn of someone evil. Evil thought those up. Yep, and it's like the, I, I, and the floors are always wet. How is this? Yeah. It's like every time you go somewhere, those are out. Like, is the floor, do they purposely mop the floor just before they knew you were going to get there? Like, you know. I, <laughs> I do wonder. Every I mean, time, every cons- time. <laughs> conspiracy theories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, we we still have those lovely things around here, and they'll they'll put them up even on places where it's not a wet floor, just to yeah. use it as a warning. People. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's you're not warning me. You're trying to blooming kill me. <laughs> hey guys, the blind guy's coming in. We got yeah. we, we got to get ready. Yeah. See, see how much of an obstacle course we can create. Let's, for him. Yeah, let's see what we can do. He's not going. I don't think he's going to make this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, my gee, that's uh, too much. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so it's a classic question I like to ask everybody, um, and I always get. I so far I've actually gotten a lot of different responses, which is pretty cool. Uh, oh. If you could get your vision back, one hundred percent, 
What's the first thing that you're doing? What's the first thing that I'm going to do? Yep, you just stepped, mm. you got it back, boom. There you go. Uh, probably, uh, probably book a few driving lessons. <laughs> there you go. Yes, that's good. There you go. That, that's the, yeah. That would be the normal so far that I've get the most of the time is yeah, get yep, go you know, yeah, get in the car, or go out driving or you know. Just, I have actually. Uh, what was it now? Two years ago, they did a thing through Manx Blind Welfare, which is the uh, the Isle of Man's variant of the RNIB, and they did an event and um, at a raceway over here mm-hmm. it's like an oval track okay. whereby uh, people could either come and drive if they were sighted normally but they drive blindfolded or the blind could come and have a drive and it was basically a dual control car where it was a driving instructor so you could take over if yeah. you got to yeah, uh, go look too, uh, yeah. off and course. <laughs> that's it. And he was basically giving you instructions on what you needed to do. So uh, I had to go at that a couple of years ago. That's pretty cool. What was that like? Uh, it was stressful. <laughs> I, I did it without – I thought, I'll see how bad the eyes really are and uh, and uh, see how we go. And, uh, yeah, he, he told me apparently I got up to 21 miles an hour. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> flying. I thought it was. It felt like I was doing at least eighty. <laughs> I, I got, got out of the car. I was bathed in sweat and said, uh, "It was a great experience. I'm not doing that again in a hurry." <laughs> it, it took me right back to the days just before I finished driving, driving in the in, in the dark, and the concentration levels were just through the, the roof right. trying to just trying to keep yourself focused make out where you were and everything yeah and it was yeah it was a good experience but like i say it was one of those that i, I i've done that now thank you very much yep, i'm good <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's, I'm it's good a good that. it's a good way to go i wonder if i can still drive um no no, 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 I, I definitely can't. Can. No, I can't. All right, well, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely no doubt whatsoever. Um, Although I could probably still drive better than some of the people out on the roads. Um, yes, no. this is true. Right, right. <laughs> I, I know my limitations, and that's definitely one of them these days. Um, so, yeah, yeah it would, would be a case of getting the license back, I think. And, yeah, and just getting just going out and just get it done. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. That's it. I always thought it'd be fun to take my mom like in a giant parking lot and just be like, Mom, here, drive. Like, mm. Just let her go. i just see what she would do. Yeah. Like you're not gonna hit. You're not gonna hit anything. Just go. Like, just drive around. Yeah. Just to see how that would feel. You know. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and so, how I cope without anybody giving me any instructions at all? Yeah. Like, imagine, like, okay, yeah. you have a big parking lot. You're not gonna hit anything. Like, go ahead. Yeah. I don't think I'd dare go that quick. I, I even then. But, yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Like, no, I'm still uh, gonna take my time. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I think I think that would be the one thing because uh, it, it's it was the first thing that kind of got took away from me. So in that respect, I'd like it to be the first thing that I kind of got back into the old routine of. Uh, it'd be nice to be able to uh, yeah, be able to do that again. Yeah, take take the kids out somewhere in the car and not have to worry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep, let's go. Come on, kids, let's go. Yeah, that's it. So in your dreams, are you mm. visually impaired or are you fully sighted? Fully sighted. That that is one of the things that somebody has asked me actually. <laughs> Going back to the old other question, it's like when you dream, do you do you just see normally? And yeah, I do. Um, I suppose I have good memory for things anyway. So I suppose the residual memories are all still there. Oh yeah. And. Uh, my brain fully utilizes those. <laughs> well, I asked this question because I actually recently started dreaming and I have certain ones that are visually impaired. Like I'm, I'm aware and I'm aware I'm driving and yeah. I'm aware that I'm like, I shouldn't be driving right now. I'm visually, like, I'm visually, like I'm aware I'm visually impaired and I, I don't feel as my, maybe my vision is not as bad as it is like in, in reality, but in my dream, yeah. it's still, I'm still like, I'm very aware that I am, I have tunnel vision and I shouldn't be driving. Yeah. So I was always wondering if other people. I mean, I always know it's it's the brain. It's if you're if I thinking about it a lot, obviously I'm going to dream about it or, or something like that. So maybe 
it might have been just me having a day or so when I'm like just really focusing on it. And that just came and that just came out in my dreams. But yeah, normally for years, yeah, I always look forward to dreaming because it's like my, I mean, my escape. Yeah, I've even had the random ones whereby I'm dreaming that I'm out and about with Keith Lee, the guide dog, and I can still see all right though. It's kind of that's really weird. Weird. that's interesting. Yeah. That's that's a weird one. Like, why do I'm, I need you? you? Yeah, why do I? I don't need you. Yeah. Why do I have you? But, no. <laughs> I'm not even thinking about it. It's like I, I just... put myself in an environment where I can I can work out what's going on around me. But do they, yeah, wait, do, are, they in... are they in a harness or are a leash? Not a harness. And okay, harness and everything. Okay. I'm still still utilizing him as if I need him, but but, uh, you don't, yeah. oh. but technically, I suppose, yeah. Right. And, but I'm not thinking. I'm not thinking that in the dream. It's just kind of the occasional hazy one where you wake up and remember it. You think, well, it's amazing. That's how, a bit uh, weird. It's, it's, it's amazing how powerful <laughs> our brains are like that, though. Like that, you know, things like that. Yeah, can happen like that, or or even how I tell people how we're, you know. It's hard. People think people think when you say you're visually impaired, you're blind. It's like it's we see black. Yeah. But I'm like, no. It's like our brain is literally taking information that we have. Like it might have point A and all this, and an end point. It might have a beginning and an end point, but it doesn't have that middle. So it's just yeah. it just guesses and it puts something there. Well, that was it. Yeah. I mean, these days I can't see people's faces, but okay. I know I know for a a good period. I still kind of, I mean, even even these days, although I can't see somebody's face, if I remember the face from when I could, mm -hmm. I can still kind of see their face in some respects. So it's good the, for it's, them, I suppose. So maybe it's because you're, it's your brain, like your brain, might, yeah. maybe your brain still rem yeah, remembers it, and it's. I think it's just it's, overlaying something yeah, there, yeah. Like, rather than a, it's a blurry it, mess. It's like oh, I have this, I have this. It's like a computer. I have oh, I have this on file. Let me pull that yep. file up. Here you go. All right, we're just gonna place that over what we think is a person there, and uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, who needs cosmetic surgery? Yeah, you got just this. give everyone our, our eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's, that's what I think. Is yeah. that, I think that I think is fascinating when you think about it that way. When it's like that's what our brains are literally probably doing. They're like, okay, I remember this voice. I know yep. this person. This is what they look like. This is it. I don't have. Mm. I'm not seeing. I'm not getting signals right now from the eyes as to who this is. But I do, yeah. But I, but I have yeah. this. But I do have this. Let's just plop this over here. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I think the br the brain is a remarkable thing. Yeah. It, it does compensate a lot for certain things, but it's good and bad though. I say. Because it can do so much. The bad, yeah. the bad thing is, you spend all this time looking and going, I never, I never really had a problem, and then you look back and you realize you did the whole time. It was your brain yeah. that was compensating so much, and you were so. It was such a slight change in your vision that you were able to not notice, you know, your brain was able to kind of compensate and you didn't notice. Exactly. So now when you yeah. look back and say, wow, that person came out of nowhere. No, they didn't. Mm. It was because you didn't see them. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Like, oh, what'd you cut me off for? You're like, it's like, no, you're like, dude, don't bump into me. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I didn't bump it's... into you. Like, I just was walking. Like, you're like, oh, well, you certainly did. Yeah. It's, yeah, you, you kind of look back and think, yeah, there are definite pros and cons, but the brain does certainly uh, do some weird and wonderful things at times. <laughs> yeah. Which is a benefit to us, though, because we get to see more of it than the average person, if you really think about it. Like, I mean, a lot of people don't get to really experience that much of their brain really doing yeah. that kind of stuff on a day-to-day you know, day -day basis. Not exactly. I mean, I've explained to people about getting from A to B, and it's like, I don't just look and react I have to plan out in my brain where I'm going. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I like uh, yep. use certain points. I kind of put it down to being a bit like a pigeon and picking out little satellite points and finding my way around like that. That are a simple, like, you can, I can hear a tack hit the ground. And mm -hmm. knowing just based on the sound, I could look, my eyes will know exactly where to look. Yeah. And I can normally find that tack or whatever I dropped. Mm hmm. Right? Yeah. And I think that's awesome. Like, <laughs> Like that. Uh, exactly. Yeah, it's it, it's it's like you say you kind of adjust to what you have. Yep. Make the best of it. That's like sometimes if I drop something, I I I don't move. As soon as I drop something, I don't move because I allow myself to have that full moment so I can hear where it hits. Yeah. So as soon as I know something's uh, falling, I'm like, 
I just stay still and I wait, you know, hear a boom, whatever. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, it's within, Same. it's within this area somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That feeling round. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I like that. I like the moments mm-hmm. we have where you surprise people and you, you're the one that finds something and they don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, how, did, how did you see that? I don't, I don't know. It was just, just, just a luck, just luck, I guess. It's like when Keith has a habit of finding this, the, the, the typical Labrador, he'll pick anything up and try eat it. Uh, <laughs> and he'll be, uh, he'll be in the office and I'll suddenly hear him crunching on something. Like, what are you, what are you, uh... <laughs> what, what, what's he got? And go, what, what do you mean? What's he got? So he's got something in his mouth and then they'll spot it. And it's like, how did you know that? Well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> oh. I, I just, I just heard him. Oh, I didn't hear anything. Yep. It's amazing. Right? Or, or like if you're driving, if I'm driving with somebody, like if I, I can hear like something's wrong with their car, mm. like just, you hear that little noise. What little, yeah. what little noise? Your car's making a little noise, like in the, like the, the back, or the right, right rear somewhere. It's like, <laughs> I don't hear anything. Like, I, you should check that. I hear it. Uh, <laughs> always handy. Always handy. Our sight, yeah. The sight, the smell is, is amazing. That's always a good one, too. I, I could, mm. I don't know about you, but I can smell people, like, I can smell people smoking a cigarette, like, miles, like, a, a good distance away. I can be walking and be like, somebody is near me right now. Like someone, or I'm, I'm approaching somebody yes. smoking a cigarette yeah. or a cigar or something. Yeah. Like, and they could yeah, be a good distance away and I could be like, they're coming. I know. I know. I do get that at times. It's all the times that creep up on me, but all the, uh, you do sometimes get little things where it's like, ah, oh, okay. Um, but again, I, I just kind of, it's, it's knowing I know that you, you do tend to rely on your other senses a little bit more, but mm-hmm. uh, it's like, am I do, is this better than somebody else or not? I don't know. Uh, I think oh, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Well, you're, oh, you're saying like as if like, is, do we have super hearing? Or is it just the fact that we're so just having to use it Yeah. that we think it that way, you know? That's it. Yeah. Whereas maybe like the other people, like they probably have that ability too, but they just don't, you know, you're not really focused. Tune in. Not, yeah, you don't yeah. tune in that much. I find it a problem sometimes with the hearing anyway, because I tell people, they're like, oh, I, if I don't hear them, and they go, oh, I thought you had, you know, like super hearing. I'm like, you don't understand. I'm not just hearing you. That's it. Too I'm much hearing yeah. everything, you know? So for me, I have to actually, yeah, zone, I have to tune in on your voice to really, yeah. really hear you. So if you say something to me and I'm hearing the TV, this traffic, but all this stuff going around, it's like, it's like Superman. You know, Superman's not just hearing one thing. He's got to like, he's got to, he's mm-hmm. hearing the world and he's having yeah. to just go, mm, okay, that person's in trouble. I got to go save them. You know, so. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I don't get on very well in really loud environments oh, because of that. Yep. Because it just, just becomes noise. It's anxiety. It's it, gets, noise. it gives me anxiety. I don't know about you, but it gives me anxiety. You yeah. Know, like you go it, to a concert or something or one of the, or just like a bar that's got a lot of, you know, a lot of, a lot, of, lot going on and, and it's like, this is just yep. my brain is just oh going crazy because it's just so much, so much going on and so much just information to be processing and it's like I just can't do this I gotta like let's go outside yeah <laughs> get me somewhere it's, yeah can't can't see anything can't hear anything anymore because it's too much noise yeah, just like, is, yeah what's just, the point of me being in here <laughs> I, I want to talk I want to talk to you but I can't mm. <laughs> yeah let's let's go off somewhere where we can actually have a normal you know conversation. Exactly, and it's not about yeah. being old. Like it's not even like, oh, I'm just old now, and I just don't like loud noises and, or this. It's like no, like normally I'd be fine with this, but not. You know, as as the vision has changed, I think those senses have gone gotten even more sensitive. So now yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, this really bothers me now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I can feel that one. Yeah, definitely. Well, I just want to thank you for taking the time today to talk to me and stuff. It's been awesome. Yeah, thank you as well. You, yeah. did, you give me some more perspectives to look at, you know, and things like that. And that's why I like doing this because it's I, I love just thinking, maybe looking at something something differently than I didn't even think to look yeah. at it, you know. So, and I think other people will also, you know, hear your story and others and be able to maybe other one relate to you or two go, wow, I never thought to see it that Absolutely. way. Absolutely, it's always good to hear a different perspective. Yeah, definitely. Or, oh, that's a good trick. You know, that's a good. I didn't mm. I didn't think of doing that one. You know, you know. Yeah. So it, I think it's good to hear and hearing it from your 
you know, your voice, like, you know, not just yeah. not sharing it on a Facebook group or whatever, like, you know, it's, it's coming straight from your mouth. You know, mm -hmm. I think it just, it carries more weight. Yes. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. You're, you're very welcome. And I hope you uh, enjoy the rest of your voice evening now. It's evening now. That's yeah. right. That's right. Uh, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah. Enjoy the rest of your evening. <laughs> thank you very much. And you have a good day. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. All right. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. See you next week for another episode of Living Free with RP.